The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? It is Sunday brunch time here on the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered as always by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting, and it's not close now, when I take Saturdays off, I don't expect to come back to this. It will be addressed today because A.B. should not be put in this position. I will handle it. However, Micah and my man Berg Betts coming through with the green check marks, but A.B. will not be doing that again. He loves to take things on his own because he is the man, but that won't happen again. Now, with all that being said, how good do you think you are? I think you're pretty good, but are you good enough to beat the very best handicappers in the business? Well, you got your chance. It's time for brackets, baby. Come lock in your spot for the 2023 Early Edge March Madness Bracket Challenge as we all compete against each other for free. Tournament glory, legacy, all of that. Or you can go to tinyurl.com slash the early edge to lock in your spot right now. I signed up a week and a half ago. We want everybody signed up right now. So on a Sunday brunch, on a big day as we head into the month of March, which is one of our biggest months of the entire year. So what do I do for you at home? Well, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. And look at this. It's an embarrassment of riches. We have live from parts unknown. We have Northern California. We have South Florida. Then we have one from Arizona. And I think yesterday, if you were watching live on CBS you saw this. Two-point lead, three seconds left, no timeouts. Neal inbounds, Desmond Cambridge. Oh! He got it! He won it! Arizona State has done it! My goodness! <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, where do we start? Live from Arizona. EC, your thoughts. I'm absolutely sickened that you would do this on this show. Coach. <laughs> that was the most gross ending to a game in my entire life. Seriously, all the crap I've gotten from my ASU buddies, absolutely disgusting. There's so many things we were talking before the show. Do you miss the second free throw on purpose? Do you, do you uh, try guarding a guy shooting from 60 feet? Horrible, coach. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I hate that you just did that to me. That's worse than any loss that I've ever had gambling. Let me tell you that. Ever. Another Jewish sharp says, coach had to do it. Had to do it. Schwan 50 says, what the hell, coach? How dare you play that highlight? I know. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Good morning, EC. 
Now, Good next, to you, Coach. Yes. <laughs> if you watch the early wedge this week, then you would be sitting with the same ticket that my man, the counselor, is sitting with. Seeing Najat a second straight week of you just nailing it down. Good morning. Yeah, we're having a we're having a good run on the early wedge, which you can catch, of course, on Tuesdays at three o'clock. We hit our first round leader for the second week in a row with Joseph Bramlett. And we're sitting on a Chris Kirk ticket right now. Now, listen, there's a lot of guys at the top. Chris Kirk might not win, but we're in a really good position to win. And we can certainly hedge maybe in the middle of the fourth round with a some sort of live bet, depending on how things break. So really like where Chris Kirk is, really like where, what we've been doing on the early wedge. And I, I got to tell you, I've got a golf play today, but I've also got an XFL play. Last thing here uh, with Eric, listen, you can like you can micromanage the coaching, but those shots from beyond half court, well beyond half court, they are hard for most people. Um, person talking, not included. <laughs> oh, somebody says, coach, play it again. You guys know me. I would never do that. Now, up next, <laughs> he is live from a place that saw snow, that saw tons of rain, just like down here. We're underwater. Specty, are you okay? We're good over here. All right, just a little bit of rain, but you know it's not not too bad. Uh, this was an interesting week for me. We predicted this exact score of the She Believes Cup, the exact score of the Nuggets game, and then we go and pick the under on the second highest scoring NBA game of all time. It's been an interesting week. Can't wait to get back to it, though. 176, 175. Oh, if you had the under in that game, you're like, what? It was what? just laughable at that point. Yeah. All right, I have saved this man till the end for a reason. You guys have been asking for weeks. He took a little bit of time off the show, but now heading into March, heading into the NBA playoffs, there is only one NBA prop better you even need to focus on right now. Oh, my goodness. How great is it back? Is it good to have back live from parts unknown? Prop stars. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. I appreciate that very much. I could not be more excited to be back, to be here with you guys on the weekend, starting my Sunday off with EC, with The Speculator, with my dear cousin Sia and you, Coach. I am so pumped to hit the hardwoods, then ease into MLB props. Couldn't be more excited. And it is thrilling to have MLB props, NBA props now as the site starts to get a little bit better. My man, Profi, it's worth, just for him, it's worth the $10 a month. And the chat, as I expected, thrilled to have you back. All right, let's get into it now. Storylines that could affect the betting lines. You heard the counselor talk about it, that he's going to be on the XFL today. In fact, our girl Amazing Grace on Thursday cashed the Battlehawks as an underdog. Well, more games today. See ya. Start us off. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting. First of all, I will say uh, EC's storyline I'm really interested in as well because it does have to do with Chris Kirk. So stay tuned for that. But I think the XFL truly is an opportunity from a betting standpoint and from a DFS standpoint. I can tell you personally that I've done really well in, in DFS through the five games that have been played so far. I guess maybe it's six now. But the, the point is, from a betting standpoint, I really don't think people really know where to go. And therefore, you're seeing similar lines both with the over-under and both with the spread. 
And I, I think there might end up being an edge here. Most of these games that I've diagnosed, I've diagnosed correctly. For example, I was on the defenders yesterday. Uh, they were an underdog and they won outright. And then I'm on a play here and it's going to be one of the favorites in the two games today. So I think this is something anytime you get a fresh sport or a fresh beginning for for really anything, there's always going to be an edge. So if you get there early, you, you might kind of be ahead of the pack. Once they catch up week four, week five, maybe that edge is gone. There's no doubt about it. In fact, uh, three years ago, when I was doing the XFL pregame, I was flying coast to coast every week. It got suspended after week five, and it was just starting to get that mojo going when COVID cut the league down. So C is on to something there because the same thing happened three years ago. By the way, in the chat, Reed says C equals XFL. God. However, I'm a little bit disappointed in you, Sia. Because you said today was an opportunity. Alex, what should he have said? Come on, Sia. You know, you know it's a opportunity. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah. That's that's five minutes in the sin bin. You're damn right. It's a opportunity. Oh, it feels so good to have Alex back. It feels so good. Now, Sia mentioned EC and his storyline. Because today, Chris Kirk has a chance to go wire to wire. However, Sia is such a savage. We cashed a first-round leader, and it wasn't Chris Kirk. He nailed somebody else and then said Chris Kirk would come back and win the tournament. That's how great the counselor is right now. EC, what do you got, big boy? Well, I mean, C is a genius in, in golf and, and many other sports. But, boy, I feel really good to be on the same side as him once again. So I have a, ni- a plus 92.60 parlay, including Chris Kirk, that he can close it out today, which would be a monster. I would, um, I will be sitting there sweating it big time. But since 2010, seven, seven Honda Classic winners have led after three rounds. Four of the last five, though, have trailed heading into the final round. So something has to give, including last year's winner of Sepp Straka. Remember, Daniel Berger blew a five-shot lead in the Honda Classic very early on last year. But of the six winners since 2010 who've come from behind, five were in second place. So basically, it's either Eric Cole or Chris Kirk. Now, the only one to defy that was Sung J.M. in 2020, who was fifth and ended up winning. The, the leaderboard behind Sung J.M., including Shane Lowry, or it, behind Eric Cole, scares me a little bit. But I'll tell you what, I think this is Chris, Chris Kirk's day, and I love seeing these numbers to back it up. Well, I agree with you. And the chat is having a lot of sympathy for you today, you see. They really, really are. I'm sure. In fact... <laughs> Brian says, I am tailing EC just because. Dude needs some support. (laughs) You know, Coach, let me say this. From Thursday, everybody in the brand, everybody wins. I mean, everybody. And then you're like, oh. Yeah, and who had the three? And by the way, do you you know how close I was to going 0-4? I needed a miracle. I mean, an absolute stinking miracle to hit that. Yeah. Everybody else goes undefeated, and I'm the, the black sheep. I mean, as usual, but still. <laughs> Speaking of black sheep of the family, later today, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Tommy Fury, whose older brother, of course, is Tyson Fury, the world heavyweight champion in boxing. He'll be taking on Jake Paul in Saudi Arabia, of all places. But this has gotten a lot of hype. Because Jake Paul knows how to sell a fight. But he also added a little something extra. Proppy, you're up. 
Yeah, great segue, Coach. But yeah, it looks like all bets are actually off uh, between Jake and Tommy Fury. Uh, I talked about this yesterday at length during the pre-fight con- press conference on Thursday. Paul actually offered Tommy Fury uh, a, a new uh, proposal or deal. If Fury was able to beat Jake, he would double his contracted pay. On the flip side, if Fury is to lose, Paul wouldn't have to pay him a dime. Uh, you could tell it made Tommy Fury very very uncomfortable when he made this public offer before he even had a chance to accept or decline John Fury, his father and head trainer, a very interesting enigmatic character. If you're uh, not familiar with John Fury, the father of the great uh, Tyson Fury as well. Uh, He immediately accepted the deal before Tommy even had a chance to really ponder it. Uh, Very interesting, but yeah, it looks like it hasn't been uh, Jake had paperwork, uh, ready on the spot to give to the camp. Uh, John guaranteed that it would get signed, but now Jake is saying that it has not been signed. Uh, this is just like another antic from Jake Paul, who's become notorious for his pre-fight wagers. I really think this guy is exceptional at getting into his opponent's head, playing these mind games, getting these fighters to focus on things that are sort of outside of their control that don't necessarily affect the fight. I uh, can't say I blame Tommy for turning down Jake's offer. He should be solely focused on beating Jake, not expending energy, on potentially not earning a dollar if he loses the fight, especially considering his boxing career is pretty much over if he loses this fight to a quote-unquote YouTuber. So really interesting turn of events. I'm personally so excited for this fight. Just a couple hours away, Coach, so cannot wait to see these guys get in the ring. From a person who spent well over a decade in the world of promotion and working for in my opinion, the best of all time. Jake Paul is at the very top when it comes to promoting fights. I don't care if people like him or not, or if you say, oh, he's a YouTuber or not. This guy's legit at promoting fights. And I would argue that today could be a top two or three bot pay-per-view for the entire year. Would you agree with that, Alex? I would absolutely agree with that, especially considering just the amount of eyes Tommy Fury brings. Uh, Got the entire United Kingdom behind him. Jake's a global superstar. Uh, It's a really interesting undercard as well. So lots of talent on there. I think, uh, yeah, he's the best in the business as far as promotion is concerned. Did you see why the line's off the board, guys? There was a script that was leaked. Somebody put it on Twitter that that had uh, Paul winning in a TKO. So that is probably why it's off the board. Oh, I had not heard that. I, I swear to God, I had not heard Mike that. Mike Perry and Dylan Danis. Mike Perry was the uh, alternate. If one of these guys weren't to make the fight as an MMA fighter, he posted uh, what, what is definitely a fake, but a lot of people, uh, you know, believe it's real. Dylan Danis as well, who's, you know, been scheduled to fight some of these guys. But yeah, it was a, a leaked script sort of choreographing uh, what the fight involved, but uh, pretty sure I it's would, not real. I would be shocked with all the work that Jake Paul's put in the last four or five years. This is his first legit fight, and the WBC is ready to give him status if he wins today. There's you no can't way. script a boxing match either. You can't. It just yeah. you can't. So I'm excited, just like you. 2 p.m. Eastern time today, and as hard as it is to believe, ESPN Plus pay per view. Jake Paul, it's real. It's real. All right, let's get into our board for the day. But before we do that, you know I've got very expensive talent on the show. i got to pay them. So let's hear from one of our incredible partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Oh, I cannot wait for March Madness on CBS and also Paramount Plus Synergy. Now, where do we start on a Sunday brunch version? By the way, the man who named this show, he's in the chat right now. M Squared, you have any questions for him? Put him into the chat. He'll answer them in real time. We got the crew coming at you from top to bottom. You guys know that. But on a day, on a day when the man needs to be picked up, on a day, when he feels maybe as low as he's ever felt because of his fandom. EC, I'm going to let you go first and really get us started off right. Floor is yours, sir. Thank you, Coach. Uh, we're going to start since uh, somebody in the chat just said my co- college basketball picks are garbage 70% of the time. But I do have to say that I'm up double-digit units, which I you know I track, Coach, on my spreadsheet uh, in do. college basketball. Yes, so I'm going to give you two picks today. If you want to fade them, I hope you lose. If you want to tail them, I hope you win. So let's go with uh, Iona minus nine against Siena. Now the line has actually moved up since last night to minus 10. The Gales have won eight straight and they've covered in seven. Now they, they're uh, in their most recent wins. They've won by 12, 20, 11, 17, 21, nine, and 30. Now six of those numbers are higher than nine. All right. And, and all of them are at least nine. So I, I figure here that we're going to get at least a push. If not, if not a cover, just based on recent history, Albeit, Siena beat Iona by 17 on January 27th, but since then, Iona's been lights out. I think they win by 15 or so today. I think this line covers comfortably, and I like the line movement as well. Now, we're going to go to a big game uh, that is featuring a team on a 10-game heater and a team on a 9-game heater. That's Drake and Bradley for our guy Rick, who uh, who loves uh, Bradley. It's, that's his uh, squad, and he's always in the chat. The over is 132. I believe it's up to 133 this morning. Uh, when in Drake's win streak, they're averaging nearly 83 a game and Bradley's win streak. They're averaging nearly 73 a game. And on the season in general, they're combining for 148 points per game. Now the defenses are good, but I think this game is close. I think we see free throws at the end and I think it gets closer to 140 than it does 130. Therefore I like the over comfortably. Let's go to the NASCAR Pala Casino 400. I have to diversify on Sundays, right? Just, just to see what's happening here. We're going to throw in some value since coach won't let me do parlays at least for a while. Tyler Reddick top five is plus 180. All right. So that's pretty good value here. Last year, he led 90 laps before he got a flat tire and finished 11. But he's now in a car in Kurt Busch's car for 2311 racing. That was eighth here last year in two Xfinity series trips to Fontana fourth and seventh. I really feel good at this value of Tyler Reddick in the top five. And then finally, I got to go with our guy, Sia, who's a genius, uh, Chris Kirk, to win the Honda Classic. And you're getting plus money, plus 110 on FanDuel. He's gained almost six strokes on approach, which is seventh. That's obviously a stat that I look at as a tournament goes along. But get this. He's averaged nearly or he's up t- on the field nearly 10 strokes tee to green. That's almost two shots better than anyone else in the field. 
This is Chris Kirk's day. It's a great story coming back from issues that he had several years ago. And I think he closes it out at the Honda. All right. Ed says in the chat, no parlay. So EC pivots to NASCAR? Question mark. Well, we did last week and it wasn't our best. That last wreck cost us with Almarola got in that last wreck on the last lap. So we got, we, we didn't finish it. I feel like Tyler Reddick today, he could win, but let's play top five at plus 180. Hey, EC, some of the most enjoyable times of my career is when I leaned into heel coach. And if you don't know what heel coach is, just look me up on video. I would encourage you with the way the chat is right now, I would lean into heel EC quite a bit. Always. I think it, I think it could work for you. I really, really do. Because that's what I would do if I were you. All right. God, I love EC. All right. Now, speculator, I apologize for not allowing you to go first in your normal spot. But you're a professional. You can pivot just like EC did to NASCAR. See what I did there, chat? But when this trade happened, a lot of people said all of the momentum shifts to the Western Conference. And it's like this man has a new lease on life and has been killing it. But what do we have today, Specty? What do we have today? Yeah, today I like Kyrie Irving points and assists over 31 and a half at minus 115. He's averaging 27.2 points and 6.8 assists in his five games with the Dallas Mavericks. Every game that Kyrie has played with the Mavericks, he's had more than five assists. He's a willing passer. And the Lakers allow the second most points to point guards in the league at 27.4. Lakers are probably without D'Lo, which means they're going to have Dennis Schroeder guarding being the primary defender on on Kyrie Irving and he has the worst deep individual defensive rating on the Lakers I think what's going to happen here is Kyrie Irving is either going to blow past Schroeder and get some easy buckets or when the help defense comes he's going to kick it out to those corner threes that we know Dallas loves so much and bolster those assist numbers he's going to go over 31 and a half today oh and also KC wants to know do you have any thoughts or what does the model say on the actual game of the Mavericks and the Lakers so this one we have, I believe the line, is it four or five and a half? We have the Mavericks covering that line. We actually have slightly on the under, but after my uh, my Kings under, we, we were going nowhere near that. <laughs> I wouldn't either. The Lakers are a really good over team. Let me look real quick on the updated line uh, for that game. Well, actually, I have it off the board right now. Oh, no, four. It's Right right now it's at four. So yes. and that we, game have, we have Dallas winning by seven. All right, there you go. Casey, there's your answer for you. You're welcome. All right, now I'm going to go next, and I've only got one play today from the NBA, but as you'll remember, when we were 12-3, and three, I nailed both of my plays. That was a nice day. But today, we just have one Nets-Hawks under 234. Why are we playing the under? Well, the Nets are in a shamble since all of their star players left town. They're trying to figure out who's going to score. They're trying to figure out what offense they're going to run, and the Hawks just don't – they don't even have a head coach right now. The, the Atlanta Hawks, and they want to move away from Trey Young. I don't think anybody wants to play. I love this under today, 234. And afternoon games, I used to talk to Jalen Rose, and I said, what are the games that NBA players hate the most? He said, afternoon games. We hate them. Saturdays and Sundays absolutely hate afternoon games. This is a 3 p.m. start. So let's take the under 234. Now, out of respect for the greatest prop better in America today, he will have the maestro spot. So, see you in a jot. Counselor, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for what you're bringing to the table today. You're up. 
Yeah, we got a really good find, I think, uh, over in golf today. And it, it's similar to what I put out on BPE Friday when I had Shane Lowry over Aaron Wise. That was the infamous uh, showdown with buckets that he lost yet again. But here we have a situation where the line is, is literally wrong. And, and again, there's no guarantees in golf, but this looks really good. Over on DraftKings, you can get Chris Kirk minus 120 over Eric Cole. Now, EC just laid out kind of the argument for Chris Kirk to win this whole thing. I really like Chris Kirk over Eric Cole so much that I thought the number was kind of wrong. So I went over to Caesars and I looked what the matchup number was there and it was minus 155. Now that's a proper number. Now listen, Chris Kirk is no John Rom. We shouldn't get it twisted there. But at the same time, Eric Cole is a guy on a Sunday contending. He's probably to he's probably more likely to buckle than Chris Kirk, especially with some tricky pin locations today. So we, you know, EC already mentioned the T to green numbers. We know Chris Kirk can be an absolutely fire putter. So Chris Kirk minus 130 over Eric Cole is definitely a proper opportunity. I expect him to close this out, but I certainly expect him to beat the other EC, Eric Cole, in this matchup. My other play is from the XFL. I like the San Antonio Brahmas minus four or minus three and a half if you can get it there in some markets. I think they're down to minus three and a half over the Orlando Guardians. Orlando's at home. Orlando didn't really look good last week. It's just a one-game sample size, but this is really not a fade on Orlando as much as it is a play on San Antonio. I really like, even in a loss last week, I really like how San Antonio played. I thought Jack Cohen looked really good. You might remember him from Wisconsin, from Notre Dame, a, a young quarterback that just hasn't made it in the NFL yet. But he had a lot of command last week. I was actually pleasantly surprised. It's the running game, though, with Kalen Balaj and Jacquez Patrick that I think is really going to flash. Kalen Balaj had 24 carries last week. He had four targets. He had 84 yards in the rushing game. And this guy's a monster, 6'2", 230 pounds, only 27 years old, so still in his prime. The receivers, I should mention Landon Akers is going to be out for the San Antonio Brahmas, so that's kind of a hit. But guys like Tolliver, Fred Brown, Vasher, Yeldon, those guys will probably step up. I like San Antonio to probably to win this on the defensive end more than anything. But the one last note on Orlando, their quarterback position is a mess. They started Paxton Lynch last week. He did not look good, as you might expect. Dormady came in. They've got Francois back there. I don't think this quarterback situation is going to be hashed out for another couple weeks. So I think Orlando is going to look pretty bad on offense. Did you see that stat that Paxton Lynch is the only quarterback to ever be cut by an NFL team, an XFL team, I believe a USFL team? I mean, like every league he's been cut by. And he was, a, yeah. I believe, a first-round pick, I think. Mm -hmm. By the way, Jason has the line of the day. He says C is really good at volleyball because he just got the dig in on EC as well. Oh, Jason, I see what you did there. Dig. By the way, maybe if you concentrated, instead of texting in the chat while we're live on the show, EC, maybe your picks would catch a little more. I saw what you write in there, arguing with Berg Betts, who hit Gonzaga last night. Thank you, Berg Betts. That was an That's easy my catch. guy, Coach. That That's my guy, easy. Berg Betts. And I hit the over in that game, too. I had Same. a good late night last night. All right. So C is gone. I've gone. EC is gone. Speculator is gone. That leaves just one man. But he's more than that to us. He is prop stars for a reason. He's back, and he's going to be here a whole heck of a lot. Alex, what do you got today? Coach, I've come correct. I've got two props today. First off, I want to say I love to hear when you start the day with an under. Uh, love that play from you, Coach. Also you. love Speculator's prop as well on Kyrie Irving. First up, we're going Rudy Gobert, over 11.5 rebounds. I love this spot for the big man. He's averaging 11.6 rebounds per game, has double-digit rebounds in four consecutive games. His rebounds have actually dipped 
since joining Minnesota in the offseason, but he still has double-digit rebounds in 33 of his 51 games this season. What I really love about this spot and this prop, though, is it's against Golden State. The Warriors, they play at the fastest pace in the NBA. They average more possessions than any team in the league. More possessions equal more rebounding opportunities as well. Uh, as a result, the Warriors surrender the fifth most rebounds, 538 Per game, an interesting stat that I came across when I was researching this prop was Gobert averages at least 10 rebounds against every team in the NBA. I just thought that was pretty interesting. But uh, Gobert, he's pulled down at least 10 rebounds in 13 consecutive games against the Warriors. He's had at least 12 rebounds in 12 of his last 13 games against the Warriors. I don't typically bet a lot of rebounding props. I think that rebound distribution is generally pretty high variance, but the exception is buying low on a dominant rebounder like Gobert in advantageous matchups, which this is in my opinion. So like Rudy Gobert, over 11 and a half rebounds. Next up, we're going De'Aaron Fox, under 39 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. This is just a big number for Fox. Typically, you're going to find his PRA number fluctuate between 34 and a half and 36 and a half. I don't ever recall it seeing being over 36 and a half. Uh, it's the reason it's so bloated is because he's coming off of that incredible performance on Friday night where he had 42 points, 12 assists, five rebounds. He played a whopping 45 minutes in that double overtime game. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see him play a couple fewer minutes uh, because of how big his workload was on Friday. Uh, just in general, these spots I really like to fade is when a player's coming off of a huge performance or a career night, you'll see the books or odds makers inflate their props as a result. Uh, I find that most of the time players will follow up these huge career performances with relatively quiet games, and it's profitable to fade guys coming off career nights when their lines get bloated, which is exactly what we have with De'Aaron Fox here. Uh, there's a chance he makes me look a little bit foolish here but just 39 and a half is a very large number for Fox uh, against the Oklahoma City Thunders playing without Shai uh, Gilgis Alexander also some blowout potential as well so really love fading uh, De'Aaron Fox under 39 and a half PRA I think it goes without saying after you listen to the last 90 seconds or two minutes that there are levels to this game ladies and gentlemen and he is at the very top all right that's where the man resides. Proppy, great to have you back, big boy. Great to have Thank you back. Thank you, Coach. By the way, uh, who wasn't in the chat said, can't wait to watch Live Golf on tape delay. Big cheesy today on the CW. Yeah, that's another thing they failed to mention when you had all this, oh, we've got a TV deal that we're paying, and it's going to be on tape delay. Who, who even does tape delay anymore? Who does? See, do you know anybody that does tape delay for anything? I don't. I haven't heard that term since like the Reagan administration, honestly. Yeah. Pat Perez. What do you like about here? That the tour's not. Well, guess what, Pat? They're happy you're not there either. Oh, I'm so tired of live. Just go away. Oh, wait. They already have. All right. With all that being said, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. The counselor, he's on the San Antonio Bravas minus the four. Then Chris Kirk. Let's get it done today for everybody. Can we please? Can we please? Minus 130 over Eric Cole, the rookie. Experience matters in a final round. There's a reason Tiger Woods says a proper tournament is 72 holes, not 54. Not 54. Now, prop stars on two props today. Rudy Gobert over 11.5 rebounds, minus 115. And then De'Aaron Fox under 39.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Then EC, four plays, 
three different sports. I love it. Chris Kirk to win, plus 110. Tyler Reddick, top five in the Pala Casino 400, plus 180. Iona, the fighting Rick Patinos, minus nine. And Drake Bradley, over 132. Then the speculator, Kyrie Irving, over 31 and a half points. And what? Yes, he's passing the ball now. Assists, minus 115. And then one play from me. We're going to go Nets, Hawks, under 234. You don't need to watch unders. We already told you that. Just go to the pay window and say, does this cash? And they'll say, oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Now, in full disclosure, EC, I was going to play the highlight again at the end of the show, but I feel like that's a little bit of overkill. A little bit of overkill. I do. I do. So we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But I do sincerely hope Chris Kirk wins today. Because anybody that has a plus 9,200 parlay, I want them to win. So good luck to you, sir. Thank right. you, Coach. Thank you. You're welcome. What a really good show to start your day. Remember, our week ends tomorrow. So we're still laser focused on this week, and hopefully you are too. But with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Love Ball, the counselor, EC, speculator. Oh, and look who's back, Proppy. I am the coach. Tell all your friends about Snake, who's on the ones and the twos behind the scenes all the time. We're here every single day on the weekdays, multiple times a day. We grind for you so we can win with you. Only one place right here at the Early Edge. Good luck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.